This is the Scum and Sneak Fantasy Football Show about the LV Dynasty Fantasy Football League that we are all in. Howdy doody, Sneaky. Hody schmody grody. I'm doing wonderful. It is a good day to be in fantasy football. <laughs> I'm glad you're saying that because I feel like it's a it's a bad day. Week six was tough for me. I feel like a lot of people probably feel that way. There was some down scoring, it seems like. You know, just kind of looking across league. Like there's definitely people that blew up, but it was kind of a weird week in the NFL. Um, but on to week seven, try to bounce back. And that's all that's all one can do, you know. Yeah, I feel like we just keep harping on the like lack of scoring, but I thought I heard something the other day and all of our sports bettors, including you, Scum, who dabbles. I think like almost every week or whatever, there's been like 80% of the unders of the overall scoring or something like that. So scoring is definitely down. I think that's just hurting a lot of people's <clears throat> not only fantasy teams, but just kind of overall excitement of it all. It just seems... We have a lot more duds than we do duds of games every week. I don't know. Maybe we're just harping on it too much. No, I mean, I don't. If I hadn't heard that, the eighty percent of unders are hitting, but that definitely means we're not harping on it enough. I feel like. But <laughs> speaking of that, whoever wants to bet an under, like, ugh, unless it's like a super high total, like if I see a. A 46 point total. I'm not going to bet an under on that. Like, I don't even want right. to see that happen. So, right. I don't want to put money on it. Ugh. No, I hear you. I hear you loud and clear. And I agree. And I think all of our listeners and our viewers would agree as well. Of course they do. They always agree with us. They better. Shink, well, let's kick this off with another spoopy nonsense minute. I, I concocted. One that fits what we like to do here at the Scum and Sneak Show, and I'm kind of excited for it. So, similar format to when we say, like, who do you want to come to your dinner party or a Christmas party? But the setting for this week, Sneak, is you are in a horror movie, a serial killer movie, monster movie, and everyone but one person's going to die. They're going to get killed, murdered, eaten, whatever you want. So, I want you to put a group together of uh, an NFL coach, a celebrity, and then a person in the LV Dynasty League to be the other people around you in that movie so that you're the last one surviving. Does that make sense? You want it makes sense. I, I, think, I think I'm tracking with you, and I've already got a couple in my head. So, so give me, uh, give me the, the, uh, the categories again. An NFL coach? a celebrity of any form, and then someone in our LV Dynasty League. And you have to be able to outlive, out-survive, outrun all three of them. All right. Um, NFL coach, you got to go with Andy Reid. <laughs> I mean, the, big the guy is himself. super-duper fat and uh, probably is going to give – minimal effort to get away most likely just going to accept his fate he'll be one of those characters that's just kind of <laughs> we're in the cabin he's sitting in the corner the monster jumps through the window is starting to terrorize everybody and he's not only 
afraid out of his boots he can't move but he probably can't jump out of that chair and get going anyway so he's gonna get <laughs> ganked pretty quickly which gives me an advantage there for sure that, that's the number one answer off everyone's board i think love you andy but you gotta go sorry uh and then so, uh, uh consequently opens up the best coaching vacancy in the nfl so helping out the economy there uh let's see what was Celebrity, gosh, I don't even. Celebrity, it's, it's too broad. There's too many celebrities. Thinking of celebrities, do I like? Which celebrities I don't like? While you're thinking about that, I'll I'll give you some more time here because we'll go category by category for each of us. So I'll say my NFL coach, okay. and of course it's going to be Brandon Staley, and I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure he's the first one that gets eaten or killed by this monster. I'm going to trip him. I'm going to lock, I'm going to tie him up something. I'm going to use myself as bait and then swap out for Brandon Staley. I'm going to get this dude got and get him out of here. So that's my answer. All right. All right. Done, that's done uh, with him. Yeah. Very, very fair there. I hear you. It is, it has not been good over there in San Diego. Uh, so I said that on purpose, by the way. <laughs> Hmm. It's always um, it's always going to be San Diego to us. Now you know whenever I, we have anything to do with celebrities, I usually go to the celebrity crush, and I'm going to explain why that Vanessa Hudgens is with me in this scenario, <laughs> and she unfortunately doesn't make it. Is oh, no. we've had we've had a tryst out in the woods. It was just magical. We meet, we fall in love, we get to have our wonderful vacation, our wonderful trip in the woods together, and you know. She's one of the victims of this monster slash killer, but that just, I, we, there's a struggle. There's a fight. I'm fighting. She gets separated from me and ha it meets an untimely demise. And that just fuels me on that. I have to live for the both of us. So it helps me escape her ultimately getting ganked out on, on this trip. So sorry, Vanessa, love you, but you, uh, she kind of almost sort of sacrifices herself for me, for me I guess. And she loves you so much. I, I get it. I'm, I'm there with you. This is a good movie. <laughs> this is a good one. What about you, celebrity? I'm going to go, uh, the, I'm going to kind of take your Andy Reid thinking, and I'm just going to pick Lizzo because I can outrun her. Um, not not a big fan of her, so no, no skin off my back. And also... You know, we're, I'm going to play this card. When we talk about these movies, the minorities are some of the first to go. So I got to throw someone else out there uh, besides myself mm -hmm. that, that fits that bill. So, so it's yep. got to be Lizzo. Yep. You're She's that, uh, you're that like 1B or 2A minority that like could definitely be on the chopping block, but he he makes it through. So I, I like that call. I like that logic and, and reasoning behind it. So I love it there. <laughs> and my third one for member of the LV Dynasty League, who is with me in this cabin in the woods who just unfortunately doesn't make it out. And my choice for this one is going to be 08. Smith Ben? Smith Ben 08. And the reason why is... I'm just going to assume that like the majority, if not the entire league is pro in my scenario, in my movie that they're all, we're all going to be there. We're probably doing a draft or we're watching. Probably, like, we're probably all there. Yeah. 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 We're like doing a draft or we're like, decide, we're just going to say, let's all meet together for, you know, week seven and watch the games together. But 
08's pretty aloof. He's pretty like just doesn't seem to pay attention as much as other people of kind of what's going on in his surroundings. He's very like la-di-da and kind of head in the clouds, walking in the, in the flower fields. So if there's a killer or a monster coming after us, he just strikes me as one that wouldn't notice it in time to be able to get away. I like that. And, you know, that leads me to my pick from the Dynasty League because same thinking. I'm going to go with Hesse, the island native, and just because he's always so behind on news and the goings on. By the time we're all running out the door saying, you know, let's get out of here, saying peace out to Andy Reid and Lizzo, Hesse's going to be like, what movie are we even in? He's not going to know what's going on, and he's just going to have to unfortunately be – be the the last one before me that gets ganked before you know I become the the final the final survivor of this movie. Yeah, Sorry, great call there. I was wondering if Hesse was going to make it out of mine uh, about out of mine movie as well, but uh, looks like we were both as usual on the kind of the same wavelength brain length wave that we. Uh, uh, are thinking about so let us know guys this is a fun nonsense minute give us your your uh choices for these categories who is unfortunately passing away and you're surviving in your horror movie as we move into <laughs> the heart of the horror season <laughs> i think only one more of these everyone so don't worry we're gonna we're gonna move past the scary stuff real soon if mm-hmm. i can count my weeks properly right should we get into it? Um, I know normally we try to do like a little breakdown of the week and talk injuries and stuff. Let's throw that all into when we do matchups and all that because I, I hate to belabor it, but we just know that this this sport of fantasy is frustrating because football sport is, is just brutal. People getting hurt, people getting knocked out, place on IR. Well, we'll go over all that. Um, Again, throughout the episode, just as we talk about matchups and stuff. So let's do the power ranks. Let's do it. I think we're we're ready for the ranks for this this week. I'm ready to see how it all shakes out. All right. As always, we'll go from bottom to top. At the bottom, we got a we got a race here, but hanging on to number 12 is Scummy. Right there, number eleven is the South Dakota Buffalo, Matt. Number 10, really pushing to get down there, is Gooch. And number nine, we got Big Sneak. Number eight, we got Big T. Number seven, not big, but Doug. And then our top six is going to be Hesse at six, Ben at five, Bernie at four, Jimbo at three, Wade at two, and then the Do Nothing Commission, Brendan, sitting at number one. Mm. So there's going to be controversy. They're not going to like this still. We got, no. we got the last undefeated team sitting at number five. But I, so I'll just keep going with that. I, I, I don't know how, when we look at the teams, like he's got a great record. He's won his matchups. Good job, Ben. He still has no running backs. I mean, I guess Zach Moss is, even with John Taylor back, he's still very involved. He's producing. So, okay, we'll give him that. But after that, it's like nothing. So I don't, I can't see this undefeated streak lasting much longer. 
And then just comparing them to the other teams, they're so much more stacked. So I, I cannot in good conscience right now at this point in time put them above those other ones. Let's say you. I couldn't agree with you more. It, I don't know if it's luck, if he's got the spirit of the season magic on his side, or if his head is just so far into the clouds and his feet so far <laughs> deep into the flower fields that he just is living on a wing and a prayer. But the guy just keeps winning, and uh, he's got an interesting matchup this week as well to where if he just goes 7-0 and or what – I mean – I, I don't I don't get it either. You know, we're going into week seven. So next week, week eight, we typically every quarter we kind of look at where things are actually sitting in the league. I guess if he's going to be <clears throat> I guess if we're like really honest with ourselves and he wins again this week, he's probably got at least going into week eight has to legitimately be our number one team at seven and oh. But yeah, yeah, the team is the team is rough. The team is being it's like every week he's he's being um, carried by somebody different who has like a big game. He had the DJ Moore game. He had, you know, Cooper Cup ever being back is getting like 30 a game. And I don't know. I mean, I, in my opinion, the guy keeps winning. What is it? What is the reason behind it? Everyone else in that top. I mean, you know, Hesse's going to cry, cry crazy mm-hmm. at his spot. Being, and he's uh, he's five know, and one. He's got he's got a gripe. I would I'll give him that for sure. I think this is the gripe week of all the teams that should be higher and the teams that are higher should be lower. We're gonna hear the the gripes and the gripees, everyone about like what are what is going on here? You're not gonna hear much from the bottom. You're not gonna hear anything from Scum. He's there. Matt is obviously done enough to his team to realize he's at the bottom. <laughs> I'm trying to climb, but I haven't done enough yet to climb high enough. We were super high on T earlier, but he's been falling. Doug seems to be kind of in the middle. Hesse just keeps throwing up 160, but can't dry, climb up the power rankings. Ernie's been got has been a bit of a disappointment. You just have to call it out to what it is. Sitting there at number four right now, so he's is he in the right spot? Probably, yeah. Uh, Brendan definitely at the top. Wade definitely at the top. Jimbo, we believe in his team. We believe what that team can do at full strength. So at the top three, the Gripers, we got Hesse, Doug, maybe Ben. And, uh, you know, two weeks ago, it was like, we've got our playoff teams. And I forget where we were two, three weeks ago, but maybe there's more to be shaken up here than we realize. And that's what we, and honestly, whether we're right or wrong or what we've said in the past or not, every week's a new week. And that's what I like to see with these power rankings in this league what what are we going to look like from week to week? We think we got it figured out, and then something happens, and then we don't got it figured out. So that's what I like about what's going on right now in this league. No, that's such a good point, though, because like you said, a couple of weeks ago, we predicted who our playoffs were going to be. And I know I said, I think we both said that Ben would fall out. At that time, he was probably like 4-0. So, you know, good record, but not overwhelming. Now we look at it again. Like I think it's going to be pretty darn hard for him to miss the playoffs unless he loses out. But I don't think that's going to happen. So, mm-hmm. like he'll he'll catch some more wins just from the people there at the bottom, and then bye weeks and all that. So, yeah, we do have to adjust. It's going to be tough for for a Doug or a Tyler who really wanted to make the playoffs this year, but they're behind the eight ball, you know, record wise at this point. So, I. I I would like to say that looking at rosters is the 
is the key, right? And we'll say, well, eventually the better ones will will bear out. But you know, look at look at the Gooch team that we've talked about uh, a lot recently. Strong roster to start the season, hit some rough patches. Looks like he's tearing it down. You know, not all the way to the studs, but just trying to get some some youth, trying to get some picks back. He thought he'd be in the mix this year, and he's now sitting at zero and six. So has more points than a lot of those teams above him, but uh, that doesn't that doesn't get you in the playoffs in this league. So it's it's pretty crazy, and I, I like how you put it. Just week to week, we get these surprises, and then the landscape totally changes. Aside from you know, we know Brendan Wade. Jim and Eric will be there, and that's why we have them at the top four. We know their teams are steady enough and deep enough that a, a surprise loss here and there, even you know if they're in like the closer to five hundred range, we have more faith in them in the playoffs. But again, anything could happen, so maybe we're maybe we're giving them too much credit. Maybe that's where the gripes are from from those gripers that you mentioned. Yeah, too much historical I for- credit. I forget, Scum. Did I promise Hesse something if he was going to win this last week? I think so. Uh, I think I was just going to shout him out. I was just going to say, and I'm going to do it whether whatever I said last year, I'm just going to say, uh-huh. it. Hesse, if you're listening here, Jesse, I'm going to call you Jesse right now. Jesse, the, wow. the, the Hawaiian native, the island native here at five and one with, you know, middle of the pack points scored. I'm proud of the showing that you're doing right now in this league. You didn't let Scum and I, you didn't let the world and all of your haters and detractors and non-fans out there discourage you from fighting, discourage you from making moves and trades and trying to work on this team. You blocked out all the noise. You stepped up to the plate. You stepped up to the, the goal line. You stepped up to the free throw line every single week, and you keep fighting. You keep putting it together. You keep trying to find your ways to win. And that's all we ask for in this league is to do your best and to keep fighting no matter what happens. So there you go, Hesse, Jesse, the, the, I'm just proud of what you're doing here. And there's your shout out. Keep it up because you've got an extremely important matchup this week and it could very well solidify you as one of the top dogs for sure. If you can pull this out. That's a, I'm, I'm giving an applause to. That's a great shout out to Hesse. He deserves it. And honestly, I was looking at his team earlier because I sent him a trade. And after the moves he's made and just kind of where everything else has settled, you know, now we're, what, two weeks out from those moves, I think. His team does look a lot better. I, I mean, I would still give the edge to to the big four that we mentioned. But if, if some things start to take a turn, like if Lamar and Mark Andrews get back to what we – have seen from them in the past, like Jesse could for sure enter into legit contender status. I think um, just building some more of that depth out and having some solid contributors that we had written off. And I'm thinking namely of Adam Thielen, who is like the wide receiver, what, like three on the year or something. Like he's just, he's been great, even though he's 32 or something. So um which is which is funny because like I'm 32, but in in NFL years that's ancient. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, just uh, 
kudos again to Jesse. We, the thing that we do, we have said about him and given him props for in the past is like he's all he does work more than a lot of these other teams that just kind of rest on their laurels or you know take wins that come to them. Jesse goes after it, always is trying to win, is always all in, and love to see it. And it's paying off for him. So special shout out to Hesse this week. There you have it, folks. Yeah, we got to wrap up the power ranks there with that. So we'll take a break here. We're from one of our sponsors and then into those juicy week seven matchups. This week's ex- episode of the Scum and Sneak Show is brought to you by Sneak Inc. And Sneak Inc. is bringing to you the newest subsidiary, Sneaks Sheeps. If you're a rancher, farmer, aspiring shepherd, Sneaks Sheeps are here to stock you up with your sheep needs. The latest subsidiary of Sneak Inc., we've got you covered. Come on down, give us a call. Your sheep needs are met at Sneak Sheeps. Get your wool, get your meat, get your pets, whatever it is you need. Sneak Sheeps is here for you. Partner of Sneak Inc. Oh, all the ranchers out there, we're finally hitting your demographic. We're trying to just include everyone, all interests, all all needs. And you know what, Sneak Sheeps is going to be great for the winter. Uh, could use a new wool sweater. I actually pulled one out the other day. Had a hole in it. Don't know how, but I need to restock that. So I'll be hitting up Sneak Sheeps. Love it. Um, week seven, huh? We got yeah, some big matches like you, like you teased. Let's start off with... Maybe the biggest of them all. The two bottom undefeated teams. Two 0-6 the doofuses, I guess. <laughs> we got the 12th ranked Bijan Robinson team versus the 10th ranked Soft Tissue Rehab. One of these teams we expected to be 0-6 at this point. The other is a surprise like I talked about. So do we have any surprises in sort of this week? It's definitely possible that you get a win here. I love I love the team that you got set up right here. I love Downs and Wilson showing that they're pretty okay-ish, decent rookie receivers right now. Bijan has been a little bit on the – I mean, he's the number one – he's the number eight running back, but I feel like he needs to really put together an, an amazing game. Uh, I don't know if Tampa Bay's it, but he's always liable to go off. But he, I, I got to give the win here to Gooch. I mean, if he can't pull out a win against you with Ayuk and Kittle and Barkley, and if Javante, you know, can get a touchdown and, you know, some yards here and Purdy against Minnesota should get back on the throwing a two or three touchdowns. It's got to be Gooch here for the win. If, and if Gooch can't get this win, then he is – he must be cursed or something like that because I feel like he has just been struggling. And you've just really – I mean, like I mentioned, you got some guys that can score, but 
I'm just going to say Gooch gets the win here because that's should happen. Gooch should win. He should get his first win of the season. Despite me throwing out the almost all birds lineup. I'm tr- I'm working on it, guys. Trying to get some more. Um, if, I can, if I can do it, I will. Go all bird teams. But, you know, without without Anthony Richardson on my team, that was kind of the, the one thing that really made my team feisty. Um, like we talked about, like like Josh Dobbs, but he's not putting up huge games. Um, and after after Bijan and with T Higgins, even though he's been up and down and more down this season, T Higgins on by. Like I just don't, I should not have the firepower to beat Gooch this week, especially with him having Saquon back. Um, just being a workhorse, he got like what twenty five carries or something in that uh, Sunday night game. So. Just Gooch kind of writes the ship, maybe a little bit too late, but you know maybe maybe this first win starts a starts a string, and maybe he can push for that sixth playoff spot. I don't know. He's still got a decent enough roster. He didn't tear it down fully, like we said. So he should get his first win, and we'll just see where it goes from there. Yeah, should happen. All right, moving on to the matchup, the Doug Thursday matchup. We always like to highlight this one um, when we see it, but we got Ernie Fritz's Joe Marturo team sitting at four and two versus Doug's NBA greater than NFL, sitting at two and four. Uh, Doug started the year off pretty hot, and then he hit some rough patches. Chance Connor injury kind of hurts him, has been affected by bye weeks a little earlier than some of the other teams in the league. And he's that Derrick Henry this week due to bye. So I think this one's probably pretty easy for us to call. Yeah. Ernie's getting the win here. You made the perfect points with Henry on bye and the other injuries in the byes. And, you know, like I said earlier, I feel like Ernie's team has been a slight a bit of a disappointment, but he should start rounding some corners and get back into, uh, some, you know, stringing some wins together. And he's going to start that with Doug here. Um, you know, even without Jefferson in the lineup, he's got plenty of other players to, to um, carry him along the way. And I just, I don't see a way for Doug to get the win here and, uh, you know, I'm just going to make the, the easy. I'm going to make the logical call. We're going to go. Eric E. Fritz gets the win. Yeah, very well timed for Eric, you know, on the week that he doesn't have Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, or Joe Mixon to go up against Doug, who doesn't have Derek Henry, like we said, who will be without Kyron Williams, who has been his surprise, like stalwart. So a well-timed get-right week for Eric, and he gets so right that this is actually the blowout of the week. Best coming sneak blowout of the week. Blowout of the week. Blowout of the week. Let's go. Mm. Is this the blowout of the week? This is the blowout of the week. Is this the blowout of the week? It is the blowout of the week. It's just going to be too much for Doug to overcome. We've talked about his lack of depth previously, and you try to look on his bench for who he's going to replace those big names that we talked about with, and uh, there are there are no options. So he's just got to take his lump. I know he was feeling good 
early in the season, just got married. We tried to give him some some shine for that, but he's back from his honeymoon. And you know what? The honeymoon phase is over for him and Dynasty. Moving on. Moving on. Let's go to a pretty intriguing matchup record-wise. We got Detective Pukachu, Jimbo's 4-2 and two team, versus that undefeated, uh, precariously placed Sawyer Payton team like we talked about. So Jimbo is vulnerable this week, I think. You know, you you said that this was like a kind of a prove-it game for Ben. But Jimbo looks like he's going to be without the big techs um, stack because of buys, of course. Deshaun Watson is still questionable. And then without Tony Pollard due to buy and without um, Miles Sanders due to buy, Jim's team, like this is his biggest – well, this is the roughest week, I would say. Do we have a do we have a seven and zero coming, like you mentioned? Just because Ben, or yeah, because Ben's only issue is his kicker and his second running back, who are his like worst spots. Or his running back is his worst spot anyway, so it's not like having Tajay on by means anything really for him. Yeah, Jimbo is extremely vulnerable this week. He's barely going to be able to field a team. So Ben 08, you're getting another win. Cup's going to be good. DJ Moore should be pretty good. Hopefully Ridley has a good Thursday game. I mean, I, Jim just is going to be difficult to put a team here. I mean, what can he even do? He's going to have to throw in Cortland Sutton, probably KJ Osborne. Christian Watson should get in that lineup somewhere. I mean, he's got chances, but doesn't, you know, if Watson can throw the ball, there's a chance there. I, I think I need to see what kind of lineup is Jimbo's putting out there to, to give him a better chance. Uh, yeah, I think I just got to go. I think I got to go Ben on this one. What do you think? I think we have to, because even looking at his options, Jim's that is on the waiver wire, it looks pretty slim, and I don't think he wants to roll out DTR or PJ Walker. And let's 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 get it. Let's go to uh, the other potential blowout this week. We got Matt's eleventh ranked can't fit in my mouth team versus E Butter Snaps Wade's. What third not third ranked five and one team who's without CD Lamb this week? So I think that's what swings us to not have him as the pure easy call for the blowout. I mean, CD Lamb's been great this year. So, but does that does that give Matt any hope for a win for an upset win? Mm. I can't find a hope for Matt here. Uh, Huge has been pretty disappointing. He's got Allen Robinson in the lineup there. That's basically like a nothing. Uh, he's got to hope for maybe Deont- Dante Foreman to get a bunch of like short touchdowns, but Chicago, so can't really bank on that. Uh, Rashi, Rashi, whatever his name is, has been decent, but not enough. Uh-huh. I mean, Josh Allen, Kamara, Taylor, Tyreek Hill just is like guaranteed thirty every week. Uh, he's probably going to switch some things around. Maybe get Nick or maybe get Kareem Chubb. Uh, Kareem Chubb. Kareem Chubb. 
we always said it. Best of both worlds. We always said oh if you could gosh. if you could combine them, they would be the best running back in the league easily. Oh my gosh, Kareem Chubb, that is freaking hilarious. Yeah, so Jimbo or boy, my my brain just isn't working right now. Um, Wade wins. The so the South Dakota Buffalo has zero chances here. Uh, could have been the blowout, but it's not. Yi gets win, gets the win. And Matt loses. That's an easy call for us to make. We won't spend too much more time on that one. So now let's go to the Big Daddy matchup this week. Two five and one teams going at it. The Do Nothing Commission's hyperextension team <laughs> versus Hesse's death taxes and 30 plus with the Brendan picture, which has been confusing me all day, but I love it. Did he? Oh, he, I see what he did. Got perfect. Yeah. Um, I have a feeling what this one could be, Scum, but I want you to. Tell me a little bit on your your on this matchup. I I have I have that feeling too. It starts starts at my toes, goes up through my thighs, up into my bottom. I said my toes are feeling weird. And then it went up and up and up and up and up. Speaking of up, this is the up set of the week. Scum and sneak upset of the week. Scum and sneak upset of the week. Upset of the week, yay, yay. The upset of the week. The upset of the week. Is Brendan going to lose to Hesse? And is Hesse going to just cement himself in all of our brains and in our minds and in our hearts and in our bodies and in our skin and in our hair and in our thoughts and in our just entire existence that Hesse is going to be six and one taking down the number one ranked team in the league and win this week when he's going up against Mahomes, McCaffrey, AJ Brown, Stefan Diggs, Travis Kelsey. I mean, Brandon's team is stacked, but I'm looking over at Hesse's team right now. Lamar Jackson's been weird. I feel like this year, and I'm not a Lamar Jackson guy, but he, uh, he's he got a potential for a, a high-scoring game against Detroit, the number seven quarterback, so he's been pretty good. Mostert's been on an absolute tear. He's the number two running back. You know, he's got he's pulling out the he's pulling out the Tampa Bay receivers. This is and Michael Thomas going up against Brendan, you know, his old his old manager's yeah, that's what, team. That's what I was gonna say. This is a big Michael Thomas revenge game, I feel like. Yeah, Michael Thomas he's gotta Brandon, get his revenge is. on Brendan, who just has been his biggest fan. Yeah, this is it. The upset of the week, it, it came all the way from the bottom to the top, up, 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 upset. Hesse, come through for us, and I will once again next week sing your praises. Now, this one for me, the reason I'm really feeling it is I feel like McCaffrey might miss this game, or at least they'll give him less work than normal, just because, you know, it's it's a soft tissue thing. It's an oblique, so he he'll he can probably play and tolerate it, but 
why why in the world would the Niners risk him at all? You know, with their aspirations, with how well he's been playing, um, there's got to be some form of of management of that injury, right? So even if he plays fifty percent of the snaps, he could he'd probably score. But I think it'll be a, a down game, um, and if and if he misses, even better for Hesse. Brendan has the ability to um, replace him in the lineup. Just he has the depth to do so, but it obviously caps his uh, upside, his potential to score the two hundred points that we've seen him do. So I just mm-hmm. I got the vibes for Hesse this week. I love the matchup of the two. You know, they've been down this year, but the big quarterback tight end stacks. Mahomes, Kelsey, Lamar, Mark Andrews. So um, just just fun. It's a fun matchup. Two really good teams. I'm going to give you that title, Hesse, a really good team. And this is just – I know both of them are going to like feel like we're jinxing them or whatever. I don't know. They both always have some kind of something to say with whenever we pick them or don't pick them or whatever. But – I just um, I'm excited to watch this one. I think it's going to be super fun, and let's trade things up and let's get let's get the top guy, top ranked team in the league to topple and see what happens from there. Topple the top guy. That's always a fun uh, storyline going into any week. And, I'm ex- and I again, just like I was last week, I'm getting excited about some of these matches we're seeing, and uh, we're calling it Hesse. Don't let us down. Go take him. Go take him. To the uh, depths of the ocean. Oh. Let's wrap it up here with a super fun name matchup. We got Benny Bakes versus Jimmy Cooks. <laughs> oh, boy. Two revamped, retooled teams, and both sitting at two and four. So this one actually is very important for, for you and Tyler, the two bigs, to, you know, Make your playoff push. I think the winners liking his odds of at least continuing to be in the mix. The loser, uh, unfortunately, is going to be looking at some some hard choices. I think, but I don't know. You tell me how you feel about this one. You know, I don't know if I should jinx myself or if I just am feeling good about kind of where my my team is at. I uh, feel like I'm going to struggle quarterback this week, and that could be my downfall because, you know, at any, you know, I don't have the best team and I've struggled to score points last week. I played against Matt and I scored, you know, I was happy with my numbers there, but we've talked about it. T's team is, I feel like it's pretty good. And it's got players that should be performing, I think better than what they are. So in yeah. order for me to get the win, I have to hope that, you know, Rashad white continues to kind of disappoint. I have to hope that DK continues to uh, disappoint and that, T doesn't get like anything out of tight end spot and there's no like big as long as T doesn't get a big crazy number like 50 from Cousins and two touchdowns to Addison stack or something like that then I should be able to win so I'm just going to stay confident I'm going to stay within my guys and in the trust there and I'm going to say that I'm going to win because I am pushing I think am I on a I think I might be on a win streak of some kind yeah I'm on two a game win streak game. yeah and Cooks is on a four-game losing streak. So if I get this win, I at least jump up to number eight, which is I'm right outside the playoffs. I think I'm pushing towards potentially getting the playoff spot here. And that's my goal. And I think 
unfortunately, Big T, our Alaskan nomad, our grant master, master of all, has been falling recently, and he's struggling with finding the right lineup. I'm just gonna I'm gonna say that I win, and it's gonna be a squeaker. Definitely a squeaker. I mean, you're 100 percent spot on there. I like that you brought up the fact that Tyler has just been, you know, bemoaning even publicly, like he can't find that right mixture for the lineup, maybe kind of too many options and a lot of them being so up and down. And I feel like you mentioned the Kirk Cousins, um, Jordan Addison thing. It is a Monday night game against the Niners. So tough matchup. And also primetime Kirk does not have, you know, that good of a, of a track record so i feel like you know the thing that you were uh, um afraid of or, or worried about a big game from kirk i don't think that's going to happen you know maybe maybe you see some uh huge receiver numbers out of him keenan allen dk you know his pacheco will at least get the carry floor so um that's going to be decent for him but yeah i just i like what your team has been doing lately. I think you've been getting obviously better play out of Drake London now that they've seemingly opened up that offense a little bit, like big, big passing numbers attempts wise, at least from Ritter the past two games. So, you know, maybe a, uh, I wouldn't say a philosophical shift from Arthur Smith, but at least just a a willingness to, (laughs) to try and uh, move the ball through the air a little bit more. So that's been good for Drake. And then of course you just got your like revamp with that trade you made for Mondre, uh, Dallas Godert and Antonio Gibson. They're all in the lineup now for you. You're bringing them all into the folds, getting them acclimated. So uh, I think those three, at least somehow, some way will pay dividends for you this week. It's going to look good. And I think you do squeak out that win. Hope so. I'm excited. And that's the matchups this week. Big, big implications, and we look forward to watching you all prove us right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, Shank, you ready to get into tricks and treats? Tricks and treats, it's always good. <laughs> it is always good, especially for you. You've had a great season so far. Uh, 2-0 and last week. Your treat was Michael Pittman, who had a, he had a huge game, like 10 catches or something, over 100 yards. Didn't score, but I mean, like, Still plenty of production there. And then your trick was Sam Laporta on Ernie's team, who did have a down game. So you nailed both of those. I went one for two. I had tricked DJ Moore, and he had a down game, you know, in big part to Justin Fields getting hurt. Yeah, I don't know if that's a big part, but definitely played a factor. So um, nailed that one. But then my hope was Jake Ferguson. And um, he didn't do anything, really. It ended up being Brandon Cooks, who was kind of like the, the secondary surprise, kind of touchdown. So um, one for two. I've had worse weeks this year, for sure. But let me, let me try and get, get a little streak going this week, and hopefully you can continue yours. Yeah, let's just keep rolling. You want to kick us off? I do. I do. I'm ready. I'm going to go, unfortunately, Scum, I'm going to go to go to Gucci's team here. Uh-oh. I feel like I'm trying to be I'm trying to be fair. I'm trying to get everybody involved 
uh, you know, this first half of the season. And I'm just going to pick for my treat this week. And Gooch is needing it for his win. Saquon Barkley, back from the injury last week, put up 18 against Buffalo. Very good output. Week seven against Washington, he needs to just continue. Needs to get that 18 to 22 point spot for him to continue uh, to show that he's still one of the top running backs in the league and for Gooch to get his win. So I'm just going to go straight up. Saquon is my treat to assist in contributing for Gooch's win. I mean, not really going to argue with that call because I think he's definitely in line for, you know, he's got he's got that week back under him. He looked pretty good. So, yeah, I think just more involvement, um, Giants leaning on him more, and not not the toughest matchup against the Commanders. So, it's a, it's a good treat call. My uh, my trick. Uh, I'm going to go into Big T, our Alaskan Nomad. He is playing me, so I'm going to just try to double up and give me as much magical uh, assistance as possible. And my trick is going to be Isaiah Pacheco. Mm. He's been on. I know you're not a fan of Pacheco. I know a lot of us aren't. He runs really weird. (laughs) But the last what, three weeks, 19, 30, 17, 18. So the last four weeks have been very good. He's the number 13 running back right now. Uh, going up against the Chargers, you know, they've got an extremely leaky defense, but if it wasn't for Tony Pollard's, like, 60-yard catch this last week, Pollard would have mm-hmm. been held to a very bad week. Mm-hmm, uh, and mm-hmm. I'm just expecting here that Pacheco gets lost in this potential shootout. Uh, I think we're all kind of waiting for that Mahomes – 404 type game he doesn't have the receivers for it this year but uh i think this is just a game that pacheco gets lost in the game script i'm gonna call that he's my trick he's my dope uh he goes back down to you know a 10 spot as he was doing the first couple weeks of the year contributing to t's loss against me this week all right i'm on board with that one too and that would be good for Hopefully, the Chargers to maybe pull off that upset against the Chiefs. Not likely. I don't think we've beaten them in, like, years, but what are you going to do? <laughs> All right, I'm going to start off with uh, – we'll do my trick first. And it's actually going to be on Hesse's team. We gave him a lot of praises this week. And this maybe goes against our upset of the week call, but I, I still think he pulls it out. But it won't be due to Raheem Mostert. Mm-hmm. I love that call. <laughs> Just because of the matchup against Philly, tough matchup. You mentioned earlier, most of the RB2. I don't think you're going to get, like, super high production. I think, you know, Hesse, be excited about the, the floor of work that he's going to get, especially with uh, A-Chan still out. Now Chris Brooks is hurt. So they're going to have to rely on Mostert. I just don't think he's going to be able to have huge chunk games. Maybe maybe touchdowns are still in play, but I think uh, the Dolphins and it might be Daniel, they're going to scheme more of the passing work. So better games for like Tyreek and Jalen Waddle and just a ho-hum down game for Raheem Mostert this week. Great call. The number two running back, love making those big type of calls, bring him back down to the old earth. He should be in. <laughs> I, he's, he's unstoppable apparently, but we'll talk about that again for another time. I'm going to go 
my trick's going to be, or sorry, my treat's going to be weird this week. And I probably shouldn't do this if I want to stack up some wins, but I'm going <laughs> to take a shot. And I'm going to try to help Doug here find someone to play against Eric. And I feel like he can have some kind of, I guess, hope is what we're calling it, right? Or some optimism or just like might as well take the shot on the guy he traded for and throughout. But let's see what Keontae Ingram can do for Doug Seam as a trick this week. Uh, he came back as the starter after missing a couple weeks due to a neck thing. And he split work pretty evenly with, with Damian Williams. But he looked pretty good. He was very involved. And I think they're going to lean on him a little more this week, they being the Cardinals. Um, I like the matchup against Seahawks. I feel like, you know, divisional, like it should be tighter than, than maybe what the spread is. I don't know. I haven't looked at it yet, but what people think Seahawks haven't been that great this year. So Doug, you know, you need a running back. You probably were going to play this guy anyway, but I think Keontae Ingram is going to be a hope this week. I think he scores either through the air or on the ground. So maybe a little bit of, maybe just some juice for you there in old Keontae. Yeah, you're like septupling down on your birds call all around this 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 week. Birds, birds, birds everywhere, Uh, and then going into someone's bench and saying, "Think about doing a lineup change." That's classic scum, and uh, I'd like to see if you hit this one. I don't, I don't like it. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if anyone's noticed, but I stopped. I stopped talking about what our record is on the season because. Not pretty. <laughs> and you know what? I can do that because it's it's our show. Yeah, you can do that. It's your show. You do whatever the heck you want. Speaking of whatever the heck I want, Sneak, I want to get into America's favorite segment. It's coming Sneak at the Thursday night game wrong. And I think I'm probably gonna get it wrong this week. This week is a tough one. I I'm interested to see what you what you think because I I don't know what I think about either of these teams in general. They're so kind of like up and down, right? Like they'll look really good one week, they'll look kind of stupid the next week. But let's talk about it. The the Jacksonville Jaguars going to New Orleans to play the Saints, and I feel like they're pretty evenly matched, right? Like I mentioned, the Saints will like blow out a team one week and then they'll score like ten points next week. I don't know. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you go first just because, like I said, I don't know what I'm doing with this game. Or I don't know what to think. I want to hear, hear your thoughts first. Uh, well, I was hoping you were going to go first because this is probably where I get it wrong. Uh, I'm just going to go first. I'm not scared. Scratch okay. anything I said. I know exactly how I feel. And I'm taking the home team. They're, they are favored, but I feel like it's an upset in, like, what we think of these teams. But, um, I don't know, I, I, the Jags have been so up and down. Probably a, a bad Trevor Lawrence game this week just because that's how it's good. I feel like he's, like, flip-flop between good and bad. And the Saints gritted out behind a big performance from uh, old Alvin. He kind of shows, reminds everyone that he's still, he's still got some, some left in the tank. So the Saints win. Uh, twenty-one seventeen. Yeah, that that's a good call. That's a good score. 
Uh, I'm going to go opposite of you. You know, I'm going to say the Jags are going to win. They've been on a, a two-game win streak. I know both quarterbacks are somewhat gimpy. Both offenses are somewhat odd. Etienne's been coming on strong. Kamara's been doing good ever since back from suspension. I'm going to say Jags win 16-13. Oh, gosh, that's a dud. This is one of the unders that you were talking about for sure. Maybe I should bet the under in this game. <laughs> it's but, either going it's it's gonna be a weird it's not gonna be a fun game for, for us, and it's not gonna be for a fun game for anyone who throws in fantasy guys, but it, unfortunately there's players that have to be played. So here we are. It's week seven, Thursday, dead. I did want to talk about this earlier, so I'll just kind of lengthen this out a little bit, but players that have to be played. You mentioned Etienne. He has been so good this year. I'm so impressed. I, I love to see it. I, I'm a big fan of his. And I just like, it's another reminder that when you hear all this like stuff in the preseason and from camp, like, oh, Tank Bigsby looks so good. He's going to eat into the role. No, that's like, that's so stupid. Tank barely sees the field. Etienne's the man. And we should all remember that next year when, uh, I don't know, the Jets have someone and they're like, oh, he's going to eat into Brees Hall's role. Like, no, he's not. You know what I mean? Yeah, we always make those mistakes and those assumptions that somebody's going to be losing their job because of a draft pick or a signing or whatever it may be, and it's like we always kind of jump the gun on that. So good job, Jim. You have Travis Etienne. He's the best. He is very good recently and probably for a while, so good trade. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we forgot something, but maybe just because we had a little interruption earlier, so it's been a short, short segment. Um, so that's the episode this week, guys. Good luck in all your matchups, and we'll see you for week eight. Bye.
Blitman. I'm actually going to, while we're doing this, he's going to hear about it later, but I'm going to pick up some quarterbacks here and maybe I can get a little, a little deal done with Jimbo for him this week. 